Hello again, everyone. It's Mike and Alina with Practicing Catholic. And today's show, what do we got, Alina? Oh, this is part two of our Mass edition. Today, part two. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, we're going to uh, talk with you about how you can get more out of the Mass. More out of the Mass. Love it. Well, again, everyone, sit back and enjoy here on Practicing Catholic. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, again, part two, you know, on how to get more out of the mass. Uh, again, very. This is this is a great place to start, especially as a practicing Catholic. Yes. Uh, because again, if you if you begin to get more out of the mass, then there's an opportunity uh, for you to to really experience a lot of growth in your faith. Uh, so with that, I'm going to turn it over to Alina to get us started. <laughs> Do you have to? Um, <laughs> no, I don't have to, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, so just like we had the Mass, if you listen to our last episode, part one of the Mass, the Mass Explained, um, we had the um, parts of the Mass broke up into four parts. Correct. Um, which yeah. are the um, introductory rites, the Liturgy of the Word, Liturgy of the Eucharist, and the Closing Rite. Correct. All right. So I have broken up um, four different ways that you can get more out of the Mass here. Um, number one, go back to the basics. Correct. Like you, you know, growing up as cradle Catholics or even a convert, um, we tend to miss out on the basics of, you know, our Catholic faith here. I would agree. So how, how can you, you know, go back to the basics? Um, really, I mean, there's nothing saying that you can't join an RCIA group. A lot of them are meeting online here. You can mm -hmm. do that just to learn more about your Catholic faith. And each time, sure. I promise, you're going to learn something different that you mm. perhaps didn't know before. Join agree. a Catholic Bible study. Not just a generic Bible study, but a Catholic Bible study because you're going to see them link that back to the Mass. Correct. Um, you know, you know, a Catholic book club in general because mm -hmm. you're going to see the great, you know, saints and great Catholic authors um uh, represented right or talked um, about but but no I, to your point i mean it's about get, being involved in, in parts of your your uh, faith community mm -hmm. um through your church or through uh, other organizations knights of columbus um uh, ladies of charity uh vmy yeah vmy whatever uh, st vincent paul well, however however you know get involved get involved more with your catholic faith so you can learn more about your catholic faith absolutely but one of the things i found staggering when yes. i started doing research on this how many adult catholics do not know basic like terminology, like yep. vocabulary words, like things that I teach my second grade PSR sure. students. Um, so I'm sure they learn them at some point, but mm -hmm. um, you know, just the different words we forgot. So for example, what's the red candle called, Mike? Like uh, the red candle up the, there at church. Uh, sanctuary lamp. Yeah, okay, good job. Look at that. I got that one right. Yeah, so that the ding, red ding, candle ding. has a real name. Has a real name, absolutely. <laughs> it's called the sanctuary lamp, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and there's, there's a lot of things that, you know, we have, I mean, a lot of them are basics. You know, we have the baptismal font, like mm -hmm. ever, that's, that's kind of a basic. We have the crucifix. Most mm -hmm. people know, know the, that. the crucifix, but that's something that you're going to find in a Catholic church and not at a Protestant church. Absolutely. You know, there's some staggering differences. Although, stained glass. Stained glass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I mean, some Protestant some, churches. Some do. But they're just not really ornate. Um, correct. Because they don't put a whole lot of value on, um. You know, not not beauty, but vanity. They yeah. they see that as like a vanity. Yeah, um, putting that much money and that much effort into yeah. a, you know Jesus is there where two or three are gathered in my name. Correct. Um, so they put more emphasis on the yeah. congregation than the beauty of the church. But yeah. we know that God loves beauty, and yeah. um, so we well, really want to highlight that. And and two, it's it's also a tool of catechesis for yes. parents. 
um, because, you know, whether you're using the Stations of the Cross. Something or, also that's not going to be found um, in a Protestant church. You know, the stained glass. Mm -hmm. Or if you're utilizing the manger scene during Christmas. Um, you have to look Most at... Most Protestants, um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they, do, <laughs> they decide they do that they that don't up. mind statues around Christmas <laughs> yeah, time. Have you noticed that? that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but one of the things that... But they're, they're teaching tools. Yes, and, they are. And, and they hearken back to the early church where 97% of the church population was illiterate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they didn't... A, a Bible, which we can buy off of, you know, any shelf today, cost one year's salary to have made because they were being hand-copied. Yeah. In the monasteries. Anyway, it harkens back to a form of catechesis for parents because the parent could sit there and walk the child through the stations of the cross. Yes. Even if you weren't the way of the cross. Like we, the, yeah. Exactly. Or here you go. This gave them a teaching tool to show the birth of Christ, mm -hmm. you know, in the manger. It, it gave them a teaching tool so it's, the, the ornate it, paintings on the ceiling absolutely you know, depicting you know the annunciation absolutely. or the ascension um you know there, if you have a patron saint of like your church you know you yep. might see like um i'm thinking about our my, the church i grew up in was saint morris and like there's this weird depiction of saint morris saint like, morris yeah like painted in the back you know Absolutely. there and it, it did like as a child it sparked interest you're like yeah. why is he walking on water well mm -hmm. that's you know yeah, exactly so you begin to learn and it, it, so it's a teaching soul and it, it still is to that day so if you've got children or you've got grandchildren it's a great way to help use you know the the church environment itself to help educate yeah it's and also I a good marker important. like you know like um you know we're, we're meeting up at mass like yeah. hey we're underneath the crucifixion station uh, yeah <laughs> like, i mean yeah exactly <laughs> like which yeah which 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 one are you at yeah i mean it's, <laughs> it's a good marker especially in on busy days like christmas yeah. and easter yeah and, it is it um, is i know that the mic sounds like slightly sacrilegious but to my <laughs> you know three-year-old he's like jesus died i'm like yes, yes he, he did, did. Yes, because he did. we always sit underneath that <laughs> jesus <laughs> like, <laughs> you know but but um, the tabernacle, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't, you say the tabernacle mm -hmm. and they're like, well, what's the tabernacle? You know, mm -hmm. it's that real pretty, you know, ornate box up there mm -hmm. made of, you know, like solid gold and stuff that we put, you know, the consecrated host in and then we mm -hmm. lock it and it's real, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like the center the of the holy of holies. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And it, that harkens back again to, um, I mean, you know, Jewish tradition of the 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 tabernacle was the holy of holies that's right uh, inside the temple and so it's you, where they you, put the ark of the covenant correct I mean that's you exactly know. right so uh, again there's a lot of there's a lot of understanding there and now of course Christ being the new covenant getting you know you know surpassing all of the um, you know, all these, you know, all, all that was promised before, you know, through the Ten Commandments and through the prophets and, and, and King David and all of that, you know, he is the Holy of Holy. He is right. the Messiah. And, and there was is, the Ark of the Covenant that correct. brought, yeah. you know, and, and again, covenant. why gold? Because it, it, it actually represents Christ. Um, Lordship or kingship. Yeah, his kingship. Correct. Yeah, that's why the wise why, men also brought it. I mean, yeah. Exactly. So there's a lot of symbolism there. You know, and there's it's things... It's easier to teach people with symbolism, too. Absolutely. You know, I don't think that was lost on God at all. I mean, he's perfect yeah. and he's all-knowing. Like, you know, he was trying to make it easy on us, not yep. that we'll ever understand things in his magnitude, yeah. but to our measly human brains, like, hey, look, like, yeah. connect some mm -hmm. dots here. Yeah. Well, and that kind of brings me into... Um, what we like to refer to as Catholic calisthenics. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very common thing that some people ask. And, and uh, so I have a little quiz here. Um, so there, we know that we stand, we sit, and we kneel. 
Yes. Okay. So during the introductory rite, mm-hmm. right, we stand. Yes. Why? Do you know? We're standing in reverence. Reverence is one of them, correct. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. Father's coming in. We're acknowledging, you know, his, mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah, his it, position. His position. Know? It's the symbolism, but standing is a form of reverence. Exactly correct, um, and it's also a form of it's it's also a proper position of prayer. Yeah. It goes back to you know first second century, um, but if you think we do a lot of prayers standing, you know we have the Kyrie, we've got the Gloria, we've got the perfe- the uh, the uh, creed. Right. I mean, a lot is done praying mm-hmm. standing. Uh, so there's there's that part. So then the next part, of course, sitting. Yeah, we Why sit during sit? the like readings and the gospel and the homily. Or well, no, we stand, we stand during the, the go- homily. We, we stand during the gospel. The gospel, I'm yeah, sorry. The, we, we sit during the homily. Yes. Correct. Um, but again, prayer and reverence because it's the it's the word of the Lord. Right. Matthew, right? Mark, Luke, and John. John. That's some it's red coming, words in the Bible there. Correct. Exactly. So it's coming from the gospels. That's why we stand in reverence of the gospel because right. it's the, the life of Christ. It's the words of Christ, the teachings of Christ. Anyway. And then we sit so, again for the homily. And we sit again for the homily. But why do we sit? Because they're nice and they let us sit. <laughs> yes. It's a long homily. Um, actually, <laughs> very true. Uh, but actually, sitting is a position of learning. Okay. If you think about it, you sat in school for the majority of the day. Yeah, like eight hours. <laughs> right. So position, though, is a traditional position of learning. Okay. And All then... Right. I can get behind that. Then the last part, of course, is then kneeling, yeah. which is primarily done during the um, Eucharistic prayer. Yes. And then, of course, um, after we receive communion, many of us return and continue to kneel and pray. Mm-hmm. Right? And do you know why do, why do we kneel? It's the most, you know, I would say... The best form of worship, you know, to to kneel to, you know, I mean, especially if you're going to like when when father, you know, makes his vows and everything, he lays prostrate on the Mm -hmm. ground. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't just kneel. He lays prostrate, Mm -hmm. you know. So for us to kneel in complete, you know, utter reverence Mm -hmm. for, you know, Christ, who is now physically present in the Eucharist, you know, I don't I don't see a more perfect position to adore, you know, Christ the King. And and you hit the it came out right there at the end. So it's a form of adoration, um, but it's also, it's a form of humility Mm -hmm. because you truly recognize. Right. That's why you don't know, know, get your butt off the kneeler, you know, get your butt (laughs) off the pew, you know. Yeah. So uh, kneeling is, is, is is a, is a form of, (laughs) it's a form of being humble. Yes. It's, it's humbling ourselves. Um, especially for, for what was done and being done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's what the, the standing, the sitting, and the kneeling mean. Our Catholic calisthenics. There you go. <laughs> you know, um, but so, like, back to the tabernacle, you know, um, if you go into a lot of, like, when we walk into church, um, you are supposed to genuflect as you enter your, into your pew. Correct. However, you're genuflecting to the tabernacle. Correct. So you need to be aware of where the consecrated host is, where Jesus is physically present mm-hmm. at within the church. And some of your more new age modern churches the tabernacle might be offset it's not in the sanctuary the sanctuary is traditionally like the step up into Mm -hmm. where the altar is at we bow to the altar you know we bow to the altar because we're showing reverence again Mm -hmm. you know this is where the sacrifice of the mass happens this is where you know the sacrificial lamb um Mm -hmm. all of that back into that dates back into the old testament too Mm -hmm. you know um absolutely so we bow to the altar. We genuflect to the tabernacle. Correct. Um, again, like my family, we genuflect and make the sign of the cross. Mm-hmm. That is just tradition. Mm-hmm. That is not, you need to do one or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, you genuflect or make the sign of the cross mm-hmm. um, as you come in. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we also have a couple of other, like the Ambo mm-hmm. or the, the Pulpit. Ambo. You know, Ambo. Um, <laughs> the Ambo. Narthex, you know, not gathering space. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> These are all like proper terms proper that terms. most adult Catholics don't know. So you mm-hmm. said the Anthex. Uh, Narthex, yeah. Narthex. Okay. Yeah. So Narthex is uh, is basically what they refer to as the, the space just outside of the church. Uh, a lot of people call it the gathering space yes, today. Yes, they do. Um, but yeah, the official term I believe is narthex. Narthex. Yeah. Narthex. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Narthex. Narthex. Yeah. At least that's how I pronounce it. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. You know, and then we enter into um the body of the church. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we have the sanctuary area. Mm-hmm. You know, again back to the holy of holies. You mm-hmm. know, like the even the high priest was only allowed in there like mm-hmm. one time a year. Um, and that's why we had like the communion rails, and those were closed like during. And you you can still if you go to like a yeah. um, Latin mass or um, mm-hmm. y- whether that is in the extraordinary form or the regular form, like mm-hmm. it's going to be, um, you know, closed. So then the father mm-hmm. will celebrate it in the Orient's posture, you know, facing more mm-hmm. traditional, more like the yeah. Jewish customs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we have a lot of things like just the, those proper like Catholic, like vocabulary words mm-hmm. um, that we just don't even like understand, you know, cruets. <laughs> That's the little bitty things like with the water and the wine in it, mm-hmm. you know, that we bring up during the offertory. Mm-hmm. Um, the servers are using um you know, the paten, mm-hmm. that's the gold plate that the host sits on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have, um, you know, the chalice. Most people know the chalice. Maybe sure. that's, you know, I mean, that's Holy Grail. Uh, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> but uh, we even think about, you know, father's um, garments. Yeah. You know, um, there's there's a lot there. Um, you have the alb, the stole. Uh, you, the chasuble. So you've got different parts there. You've got also the and the meaning behind those uh-huh. is extraordinary. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, these are all good things that go go do some research. Just mm-hmm. like you know, we can put up tons mm-hmm. of references. You know, but this is a really good way for you to dive into, you know, your Catholic culture yep. and your Catholic faith, and it's something you can really be proud of because yeah. the more you research into it, the more you'll understand. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the the for example, the chasuble is representative of an apron Mm -hmm. you know because he is a servant of the lord Mm -hmm. you know they are wearing an apron to serve Mm -hmm. you know the people of god Mm -hmm. um you know the the stole i think represented like their um Mm. it's not that the 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 chords on the alb one represented like chastity and one represented white yeah um you know, it was literally like kind of like a chastity belt. Mm-hmm. That's where it like kind of came um, from. Yeah, and then the the stole the stole is often used too. There's a lot of symbolism with, uh, you know, Marian feast days, or you know, for example, the the stole used for confession is purple. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, there's a lot that that's there, and and we'll again we'll always as we do put up some links to to uh, give people some additional resources so they can right. kind of learn. Pay on attention their own. to what color you know mm-hmm. father's wearing. Like so, that's going to tell you what part of, of the, the liturgical calendar we're in. You know, if he's correct. wearing green, we're in ordinary time. Correct. You know, you it's know. it's it's you know. So so get back to some of those Catholic basics. Um, number two, like prepare for mass. You want correct. to get more out of mass. Prepare for mass. Yep. You know, get you know get there early. Mm-hmm. Don't be walking in with father. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, if, I, if you got little kids, you know, you got a husband even, I get that, mm-hmm. you know, you, <laughs> you know, whoever, yeah. whoever said easy, like Sunday mornings clearly did not have to get a family of five to, to mass on time. on time. Um, but you know, get there early. It, yep. Hopefully your priest offers confession before mass, mm-hmm. you know, half hour before mass. That is a great way to prepare for mass. Like yes. that way yep. you are in a state of grace to receive Holy communion. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, but if not, go, go beforehand. You know, you mm-hmm. can, you know, um, go. Mm-hmm. Most churches offer it like on Saturdays from like four to four thirty or something, mm-hmm. or by appointment only. Yeah. However, you know, if you can get to confession um, before mass that week or once a month, however you're doing it, that's going to help you prepare for mass mm-hmm. in a spiritual way. Yeah. Um, something I've been doing lately is mm-hmm. you know the offertory envelopes that they send you in the mail that most yeah, people recycle. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, but you prepare those ahead of time. I do. Yeah, yeah and it's really helped it. me, you know, like um, I'm remembering when I go to the grocery store to get cash back mm. so that I can put it in that offertory envelope yeah. and in my wallet so that mm-hmm. on Sunday when my kids are, mm-hmm. you know, jonesing to be putting that in the um, offertory baskets, like they mm-hmm. take turns and stuff. And I've prepared, I'm preparing for that for mass yeah. days in advance. Yep, absolutely. You know, um, you know uh, in, in other ways you can certainly prepare um you know, one thing that I I have the um, the missile. Yes. And I have you know you know A B and C. Actually, I, mine is not one one full missile. It's I have weak. I have um, A A B and C individual. Mm-hmm. So I just change them by year. But anyway, um, you know, preparing the readings the night before. Yeah. You or know, yeah. You know, putting putting in the appropriate. You know. Um, ribbons on the appropriate pages and things like that so i'm prepared i'm not doing it that morning or or you know right before church like well what sunday is it i already yeah. know i see i have the word among us and yeah. i really like that because that way it, i mean read the daily readings mm-hmm. that's even going to help you prepare for sunday because then sure. you're not missing out on part of the story here yep you know you're getting the preface yeah. and you know yeah. the epilogue or whatever yeah. you know you're getting the before and the after of yeah. this gospel reading because it's going to lead up to that yeah um now that doesn't mean you can't read more or read less yeah. by all means go ahead but yeah. like the word among us is a great tool great for doing way. that Absolutely. you know it's the daily readings and then um depending on what subscription you have you can yeah. get the uh, meditation that goes along with it you know kind of yeah. like a short little homily um which is great and you know another there is an app called uh, well i there's several out there um and the the one that i have used the most is called ibrevery um and uh i believe it's still on android uh as well but uh it's called ibrevery uh but it has uh all of the readings uh but it also has other things uh such as um liturgy of the hours that's great um, so if, if it's a, something you've been interested in trying to do is pray the liturgy in the hours, uh, morning prayer, you know, mid morning prayer, you know, afternoon prayer, evening prayer, nighttime prayer, all that. It, it, it actually does it for you. It puts it in, mm-hmm. in, in order and it gives you all the prayers that other great prayers gives you all of the, uh, different, um, um, additional um, rites or prayers, Eucharistic prayers that may be used yeah. during uh, you know a particular part of the year. Um, so it gives you a lot of other things um, that I think are helpful. So if you're not interested in purchasing, you know, the Liturgy of the Hours, which is like eight volumes and or four volumes, depending on which one you get, or you're not interested in purchasing the Word Among Us or things like that, that's another way to do it. Yeah, is that a free app? It is. Okay, yeah, all right. You can make a donation. Um, and, uh, they'll, you know, they, they accept donations, but it is free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have Laudate, which I use quite a bit and that's a free app. Um, you know, and they have the saint of the day and similar on there. Um, yeah. you know, and people might look at you kind of funny for following along the readings on your phone in church, but eventually they get used to it. They do. And, and it's okay. Um, you know, it's perfectly okay. Now they say to silence your phone, but you know, you can follow along for the readings. Father will not 
be upset if you are using that to um, experience, you know, to to participate in mass. If you're checking out Facebook, that's different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the only temptation. Like, don't don't just you know. Click it is. Off. It's a very real temptation, and that's why I personally like. Don't I want to do it. I like it for day to day use. You know, checking the saint of the day. Yeah. You know, um, prayers. Using it for reference and that kind of stuff. Um, but. Um, you know, I prefer my heart. I'm a, I'm a pen and per- paper kind of person. So I really like to have, you know, my word among us, you know, that I can, sure. you know, in hand, yeah. you know, or, you know, and some people, I mean, just the Bible, you can, every bulletin mm-hmm. in every parish that I'm aware of puts the readings for the week and especially for the next Sunday into in that the, bulletin. And so mm-hmm. you can literally flip open your Bible and mark the tabs and read along read the Bible, ahead, yeah. you know, and then that way you can highlight and make notes and mm-hmm. all that Absolutely. fun stuff. Um, and then um, it surprised me like how many people, it, myself included, mm-hmm. aren't fasting before mass again. Wow. Yeah, that's true. You know, that hour, hour before mass, you yep. know, you need to be fasting, yeah. you know, so that you are preparing for mass, mm-hmm. you know, and these are all things that are going to help you get more out of mass and bringing back the sacramentals right now. I know it's really hard yep. with COVID. We don't have holy water anymore in church. I know no, it's really, you know, but that fountain's still there. Mm-hmm. You can go fill you up your own, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, That's exactly right. Um, so we, we, we bring our own holy water into church and, you know, we get there early so that we can put on our holy water and, you know, we can say that there's a little holy water prayer. Like we like to use, you know, mm-hmm. um, Oh, how does that go? I actually um, don't know that one. Hang on, I have to. I have to like do it. That's fine. Like, yeah, and and I think to your point, you know, it's it's forgive you know, me for my sins, Father, and release uh, by your precious blood and holy sacrifice, forgive me of my sins and release me from all distractions. There you go. Because holy water, um, the you know has the sacramentals, mm-hmm. um, is will release you from venial sins, mm-hmm. um, and also help keep um, temptations from the devil away. So that's mm-hmm. why we use it before mass, so that mm-hmm. we can. Um, better prepare for mass and as we exit so that we can better prepare for um, the tribulations of the world. Correct. Um, And then number three, like participate. And I know this is a big one for you, Mike, you know, like participating in uh, mass. You were already talking about like our Catholic calisthenics, you know, like stand, sit, kneel when you're supposed to. Well, yeah, no. And it's, well, it's understanding the importance of it. You know, Um, you know, there was, don't get me wrong. There was a period of time in my life where I just showed up. Mm hmm. And, but if you, you know, show up, God will do the rest. Correct. So that's a good and place so to it, start. If, I mean, if, if you're, you're not... there, that's okay. But until Lena's point, if you're at that point, keep going, because God will continue to work through you. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but anyway, you know what I began to see is is just understanding, you know, greater purpose and greater meaning behind things. So, for example, um, we we were talking about this before the show, but I think it's it's a tradition that goes back to the first century. Um, and it's been lost. And again, it's, it has a lot of beauty to it. You'll often see it during the Gloria. Um, and if you notice your priest, in some t- cases deacons, whenever the name Jesus Christ is mentioned, they bow their head slightly. Mm-hmm. It's not not a full full bow, except maybe during the Gloria, depending on your priest. Father Rick at uh, St. Vincent in Cape uh, makes a full bow. Um you know, uh, in the Gloria, um, and in a tour to the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, That's beautiful. uh, it really is. And, and I will tell you this, um, using the Lord's name in vain, you know, saying, you know, OMG. Jesus, yeah. Like, oh, well, you know, it, saying, you know, Jesus Christ has become very lazy language yeah. in general. And there is a period of time where I just kind of realized, man, I really use that and I shouldn't. And I thought, well, how am I going to fix it? And then I happened to read about this in school. 
and I heard about you know this tradition, and I'm like, oh, well, let me try that. I will tell you, I don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And, and, so and, you bow anytime during the mass. Yes. When Jesus Christ is said. Correct. Not yeah, not separate. Uh, but when when Jesus Christ, when that is said, when it's together, correct, and not just during the Gloria, but anytime, anytime during the mass. throughout the whole mass. Wow! And you'll notice that throughout the various rites, mm-hmm. you'll notice that. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, and and, uh, and and like you said, that's a great way to help you know get more out of the mass to help you get participate. more out of the mass exactly. Um, right. And you were talking about you know um, during the gospel, you know where we. Um, like make the sign of the cross on our foreheads yes. and on our lips and on our yeah. heart. Yeah. You know, the uh, symbolism behind that. Yeah. And like, it's, uh, you know, uh, may the word of God be ever present on my mind, on my lips and in my heart. Um, you know, that's another one. Um, just all different kinds of little traditions or, or little striking things. Striking your breast like during three the, times, like during the pronunciation. right? Are, yep. Absolutely. You know, through my fault, through, through my fault, through my, through my most grievous fault. fault. Yeah. You know. And, and exactly. It's, it's all of that. And then the other thing too, is just, you know, going, choosing to go deeper. You know, one of the things that you begin to, if you get like I breathe, they'll put a lot of the prayers in that, um, maybe you don't hear per se, uh, that are more maybe private and things like that. Um, so for example, we know at mass that, um, uh, God, um, uh, God, that, that, uh, he's there too. Don't worry. He's there. But (laughs) excuse me, after the, um, after the gospel reading, we have, um, the deacon or priest will kiss the kiss scripture. They'll kiss the gospel. And they say, through the sins of the world, may God forgive us of our sins or, or through God's grace and love or but there's a prayer there. Yeah. It's very beautiful that through the gospel, may our sins be forgiven, basically, is the prayer. And it's very pretty. And it's just understanding that, that it's not just readings. You no, know, it's, it's meant more to. Than that. It's the to living for, word. Yeah. And so, you know, again, to me, it's, it's taking time to really study a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I guess hopefully that's, that's I what I hope. why you're doing what you're doing. Correct. You know, and, and it, it, again, if we are singing, you know, you need that singing as a form of prayer. Like we should be yeah. singing, you know, if we are saying, you know, the Gloria or the Kyrie yeah. eleison, like um, yeah. the creed and all that, you need to be saying it. Again, like if you are just starting to come back to the church and all you can do right now is show up. That's fine. That's fine. You know, but if you are trying to delve more into your faith and get more out of mass, participate. Yeah, participate. Um, I personally like to, um, after we come back from the communion, right, and Mm -hmm. we are kneeling down or sitting or um, however you prefer, I like to use Padre Pio's... um, prayer after communion mm-hmm. and uh, we can put up that link but you know yeah. he he basically says like stay with me lord without you um i fall into temptation so mm-hmm. early and he just keeps going on like stay with me lord mm-hmm. stay with me lord like i need you in my life i need you to physically stay within my body mm-hmm. and make me holy mm-hmm. you know and it's just beautiful because then you're not just shoving Jesus in your mouth and going on your way. Yeah. You're really thinking about your. It's not really. A, it's not just a piece of bread. No, no. It's and so much more than that. Absolutely, and and I think that's the thing. It's it's understanding and seeing and appreciating the gift we're given. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes time. And and you know if you're stuck, you know to Alina's point, you know in in just showing up is is kind of where you're at right now. That's fine. Mm-hmm. God, God's time, not ours. Right, right. And then number four. So, you know, we're saying like, get back to the basics, prepare for mass, participate within the mass. And then number four, um, I have down that, you know, we really should 
not we should stay after mass it goes farther what it we does. what we do after mass what comes next mm-hmm. is number four what do you do after mass is over mm-hmm. you know oh well, yeah i mean do you just do you, do you leave with father are you are you are you <laughs> leaving right after communion are you a judas here like <laughs> yeah. you know or are you staying after mass are you lighting a votive candle for yep. um you know for your family for mm. you know are you staying and saying your rosary are you staying and saying your prayers of thanksgiving mm. after the mass you know, are, are you, you know, and I understand that it can't all, we all do, you know, yeah. but are you going forth with that blessing that father mm-hmm. has given you to live out what Jesus has just taught you? Yep. Yeah. You know, are you running off to the football party? Are you, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, Sunday is a day for of rest mm-hmm. that God told us that we needed. Mm-hmm. He knew us better than we know ourselves. Yep. Absolutely. You know, are you, are you, you know, I mean, my family, it's tradition for us, you know, after church, we usually go out to breakfast and I like to sit there and I like to read the bulletin and drink my coffee and all that. Perfect, but yeah. you know, it's about, it's about that family that time, family time yeah. you know, and staying together and then we go home and we might nap and we might be lazy and Alina throws something really late in the afternoon at a crock pot. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, again, it's it, again, it's that day of rest. You all, we all do need that day of rest. Um, God knew that, um, you know, work was laborious. It was physical, you know, maybe physically or mentally draining. You mm-hmm. need that time. You need that time to, to reconnect, um, not only with family, but especially with God. Yeah. And, and I think that you can talk about the re- reread the readings. Like if you yeah. have, I mean, whatever, whatever it is, I mean, take time, you know, say the rosary, you know, light a votive candle. Um, you know, don't just run out to the parking lot to rush out in the traffic. I mean, it's, right. Get on to the next thing, like get on to the game that's next or yeah. it's a very know. hurried life Yeah, that we see. Um, you know, the growing when I was growing up, nothing was open Sunday. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I mean, you had gas stations. That was it. Yeah. Because the, I'd like to know, get back to that. You absolutely. know, absolutely. It's I mean, hard. I know it's hard with, you know, just with people's schedules. I shouldn't go out to breakfast because I shouldn't patronize them being open on Sundays because then Sunday. those people that are working are never um, going to. Well, they, you know, and, and well, the, the church understands that um, because of society and, you know, work and things like that, that. The Sunday may not be your day of rest. Right. But I mean, even Father works on Sundays. Correct. Exactly. So, um, like Father Rich, our chaplain, his day off is Monday. Mm-hmm. That's Father Rich's day off. And he, you know, he's he takes that day truly of rest. Mm-hmm. Now, he's got, he works six other days. Right. You know, he, but he takes that. Oh, Monday, that he unplugs day. the phone. Yeah. And, and that's important. And that's, that's kind of where we're at is that, um, so his day is not Sunday. It's Monday. Mm-hmm. So if, if it's got to be Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever your day is, take that day. But make a conscious effort. Make say conscious. that, say, you know, like, I mean, Father Rich is obviously not going like, oh, well, I have a busy Sunday, so I'm just going to take Monday. No, if you have the ability for Sunday to be your day of rest, it needs to be your day of rest. It should be. It, it's recommended. Yeah. I mean, there's there's wisdom in for, that. For my family who works Monday through Friday. Friday. Saturdays can be for doing work around the house and, yeah. you know, s- Sunday chores and that. But yeah. um, Saturdays or Sundays are... Yeah, that day a, of rest. A day of rest. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, with that, everyone, we hope that this helps you uh, get a little bit more out of the Mass. You know, if you've you know, got questions, you know, I always say the great, great place to start is with Father or Deacon. 
um, just at your church. They're happy to help answer these questions. Uh, there's a lot of wonderful resources. Again, we'll post those, uh, of course, with our podcast, uh, links to the USCCB and just other uh, other websites that we, we feel are helpful. Um, but uh, I guess, Alina, any, any last words of wisdom? <laughs> I don't have any last words of wisdom, but I would like to remind everybody that our VMY mask fundraiser is still going on. Oh, yeah. Um, so we have weekly... Um, uh, youth group for our teens here and Mike feeds them every week. I do. Um, and he doesn't just feed them muscacholi and hot dogs. No. Um, he's been feeding them well, quite lavish meals. Like, well, okay. Affordable, but nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, they are. I mean, the average cost of dinner is $25. Okay. All right. That's fine. For, I'm not saying for, that. For, for, for 15 people. 15 people. Right, That's right. No, bad. I'm not saying that. I'm just, you know, you're you're feeding them a lot nicer than I would, yeah, I mean, which is why it's your job and not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, mom over here is going to be making like broccoli rice casserole. Yeah. Like you're making them chicken adobo. Yeah, chicken adobo. And, yeah. yeah. And this week we're having uh, pasta dinner. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. pasta. But anyway, so the mask fundraiser, all the proceeds from the mask fundraiser are going directly to youth group to help cover the cost of feeding those teens. That's right. Um, and uh, it's been a great group. I mean, we, we average about 10 or so a week. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, the, it's about treating them well. Yeah. And I, I just don't want to just give them junk. Yep. Um, and you can purchase those masks. Um, we have two different styles available um, with our logo. So this is a great opportunity for you to um, spread the faith and mm-hmm. help support our organization at the same time while, um, uh, you know, remaining um, uh, safe within your community because mm-hmm. um, masks are still mandated in a lot, a lot of, places. of places. Absolutely. Um, and you can find those on our website at vmycmo.org. Great. Well, thank you for that. And, as ever, and, and thank you to everyone who's tuning in to listen. Uh, we hope it's helpful and we'll be back again soon with another episode of Practicing Catholic. God bless.